Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dating But Nothing Serious with Gary and Natasha. Natasha, what's up? What's going on, Gary? How are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Um, where are we at now? Episode 20. What the fuck is real love? Okay, okay. Episode 20. We, not... we had a snafu last week, right? What happened with uh, our episode? Yeah, last week, I, um, it's, I'll take the blame. I told you it was episode 18. Definitely episode 19. Um, <laughs> Send myself back a week, but... We're yeah, two that, decades now. We're yeah. 20 years old. That do zero. That's why I like being at a 20. 20 weeks we've been doing this shit. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Fun time. Fun time. Yeah. Who would have thought? I'm excited. Yes, yes. Um. So, um, let's start with your week this time. How's your week? Um... Do you well, your week? <laughs> <laughs> sure. We keep it 100 on this podcast. Um, so this week was also very uh, confusing and or um, topsy-turvy. Okay. And, uh, but I mean, so I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like Freckler Bay just like broke up with me um, because we literally, so at the end of last week, we, um, we went to see a movie. We had dinner. Um, we had a great time. Um, he went out of town to see his parents. Um, things were still great but then all of a sudden they just got weird um and I told him I don't know I'm kind of like I, I don't I um I can adapt to change but like I like consistency and when I saw things were changing I kind of just like jumped off the deep end like when I felt like he was trying to break up with me I'm like you know what like okay fuck this it's not gonna work because I have to be you know the breaker upper so I was like really distraught and all of my feelings and I you know text you calls you like what the fuck do I do but he told me he's like he basically said that I just kind of jumped off the deep end because the way that I took it wasn't actually how he meant it um and we talked and he's like you know meet me for dinner and I'm like well fuck yeah because I can't pass up a free meal even if it is over um so we we ate, um, we went back to his house. We didn't have sex or anything. Um, I had just kind of wanted to get my stuff that I left there, but he asked me to stay. And I'm like, why are you asking me to stay when shit is so, you know, uneven, but to make this super long story short, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, it seems right now it's just the puzzle pieces aren't fitting together. Like we're good. We're still cool. Um, we're, we're meeting up tomorrow. Um, and I think we'll hang out again Saturday or Sunday, something like that. But like, it's, it's just not the same. And I don't know. That's okay. Cause at this point, like, cause I struggle with the inconsistency. I don't know if I even want it to be the same anymore because I don't want to kind of invest and then be let down or have to go through, you know, unnecessary stuff. So we'll see. So what, I'm going to say, it's surprised me that you're not going to hear, but I'm saying go with the flow. Um, see where it leads. If it leads to separation, then it leads to separation. That would suck, though. But I feel like right now it's, it's at a point where neither of y'all saw it coming to. Yeah, it's Freckler Bay, and we put the end of summer thing by calling it Freckler Bay because the 21st is coming up soon. But I, know. I think I think that 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 freckler can become into a cuffing day. 
pretty soon. Like, that's what I wanted, but I feel like at this point, it just doesn't seem like it's in the clouds. Like, let me ask you this. So let's say, for instance, you're hanging out with this girl, you know, slightly dating or whatever. You guys have feelings invested in each other. You're approaching your three-month friendversary, right? And let's say, I mean, yeah, of your situationship. And you like this person. You like her. She's sweet. Like, you literally don't have anything bad to say about her. Your issues are just your issues. But then let's say she kind of starts to give off different vibes or she's saying certain things that kind of like throw you off. It's not like you can just go with the flow because now you're totally confused. Like the standard that had been set, the way things were going, you, you can't give it your all anymore to just be able to go with the flow because when you were going with the flow, you were vulnerable. You, you lose that vulnerability aspect. And if you can't be vulnerable with the person that you're spending all your time with, I mean, it's, it's only a matter of time before you stop spending time. Yeah, I I, I feel you on that. Um, it, it's probably because things are changing for y'all with, with the school year and everything, starting um, not being able to see each other when you want to um, because of the because of the kids in school, and it becoming a regular year now. That's an obstacle, another obstacle y'all have to get over that I feel like is in the way a little bit and change up things a little bit. But shouldn't that make it better though? Like if you go from spending every single day with this person and then now you actually have time to miss them so that when you do see them, it should be like great. And it is. But but that feeling of like some people take that feeling of miss a little different. I feel like some people, it, missing someone is harder for one person than it is for another. Okay, that may be true. Yeah, so I feel like that may be what's going on. So when you're missing someone, you got to think about it from both sides. Actually, the me just saying that shit was off the broom, but it makes 100% <laughs> 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 This is why these discussions are good. Mm-hmm. I literally never I thought about know. that until just now. But I, I guess everybody, cause everybody feels different. No matter what it is. I, I think for now, it's okay. And the only reason that I even say that is because I'm just at a point where I don't want to necessarily meet anybody new. Like, I don't want to have to download Tinder. I don't want to have to go through all of the formalities. Like, so it's actually okay that, like, things are, like, kind of falling apart um, just because, like, I don't really have shit else to do. So if it falls apart, I'll just deal with it. Like, I don't want to have to go and start over right now. So it's okay for now. Yeah. I'm not going through Thanksgiving and Christmas by myself, though. So in the event that Freckler Bay is fucking listening to this particular episode, it, I know he doesn't like the thought of me being with somebody else. So you might want to think about that because like November and December will be here before you know it. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to take take like two doses of Acrite and Acrite. Forget Thanksgiving and, Halloween and um, Christmas. Halloween party. You said what? I said, forget Thanksgiving and Christmas, but about Halloween parties, too. Yeah, I mean, I can get, I can, I would be okay with that, because I could just dress up with my girls and get drunk. Yeah, that's true. But, like, and then, like, call him to come pick me up and have sloppy drunk sex after, but, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, it's definitely family-oriented, so. We have to be on the term. Sorry, that was pocket juice. <laughs> yeah. And again, for two weeks in a row, I do not have any. Yes. Um. Sorry about that. So for you. Myself. I know because I should be doing the same thing you're doing. I'm being really black right now, sipping on E and J Apple, but that's only you drink. I, besides, I can sip on vodka too, but. I, don't know. I was in the mood for E and J. 
That is really black and old because I feel like my grandma used to drink E&J. E&J apple is amazing. I don't like crown apple, but E&J apple is amazing. I love crown apple. Oh my gosh, just with ice. Like I can't. I can't. I, I, I brought it the last time. Actually, I left it at somebody's house and didn't even care. <laughs> the full bottle of it. Wow. Yeah. Crown vanilla is good too. Yeah. It's like a flash like vanilla crown, coke. You, oh I, I can't drink Crown straight. I can mix it up or something. But um. Really? Um, yeah. But off that time. You're making me sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> How was your week, Gary? What have All you been right. up to this week? My week was um pretty much a roller coaster. Pretty much a roller coaster. Um, some of y'all are not surprised about this, but because <laughs> y'all say I switch it up all the time. I hear that a lot. Um, but in real life, Bay is no longer a Bay, but a friend. Um, okay. It was not really a demotion, I will say, due to the circumstances that I saw her going through. I went through at a time, and I knew where I was at that time that I wasn't ready for a relationship. So I feel as though as putting her through that and seeing what she was going through, the similar emotions, that she wasn't ready for a relationship. So it's more of a realization rather than a demotion. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like I'm helping her out, even though she probably wanted what she thought she wanted. But those emotions are like, it's just being, it's like a displacement. You pin them from one person to another. It's not the best health. You, you need time to yourself to heal and grow. And as I, I told her that if she needs to talk to someone about anything, I'm here. People talk to me all the time, as you know, about their situation that they're going through. Um, you give such good manly advice. Yeah, after, ever since this, this podcast started, everyone comes to me about relationship advice. I literally had a call maybe an hour ago from someone calling me crying about relationship advice. And it's, just, <laughs> it's like where like I'm not a I'm not a dating expert. <laughs> I just say a lot. <laughs> but maybe you are you know may, you're not a dating expert but you just been through like you've done a lot. So we can ask you because you you've literally been that guy for all of us. So yeah. you can give us really good feedback. True, and I, and it's like sometimes it's really unfiltered, but it is what it is. Sometimes that's what you need. But um, I I don't want to say I keep one in the chamber at all times, but I, I'm going out Friday with someone. Okay. Is this a Tinder Bay? Um, actually, this is an old, old that I actually never really dated, but okay. we, we, we fell out of touch with each other for a few months, and then I had my, um, I had a guest bartending event for Raise Money for the Boys and Girls Club, um, and she came to that. The only person that I talked to that actually came to the event, um, real cool person, um, she hit me up. I want to say two days ago, she DM'd me. I'm not sure why, because she has my number. I'm not sure she probably lost it or what. But she DM'd <laughs> me, hey, big head. Which I already knew what it was when she DM'd me that, that she was trying to go out on dates like that. But the funny thing is, I literally thought about texting her that a few days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, te- and I texted her. I said, that's just crazy. That I literally thought about texting you the same exact thing. So... We're going out Friday night. Not sure what we're going to do. It's going to be just figure out something once we get to our destination. Um, that that so, sounds like the stars aligned perfectly for that. Yeah, so, so I'm a spontaneous drink, catch up. We haven't talked for a while, so it was, it was really cool. I'm not sure why we fell out with each other, but I was like, February that we first started talking and then I think it was July was my bartending event mm-hmm. and, and then we stopped talking because I was talking to I think Bahama Obama but mm-hmm. uh, we see where that went so. <laughs> alright yeah. well are you excited about this one? 
Yeah, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited. So I, because I generally, like when we hung out at the um, guest bartending event, it was fun. It was like, it's it's a natural fit. Like, I feel like with, with me, I make people feel comfortable. I'm not aggressive. I'm not, um, I'm not weird. I make you feel comfortable no matter what. And, and being with her, she does the same exact thing. Like, it's very, uh, very comfortable feeling. Like, um, when me and our mutual friend had a birthday party last year, and I got my hair braided for the '90s party, she was the one who braided my hair mm-hmm. for it. Aww. E- even though she didn't want me to, even though she said that I'm too old to have braids, but I still had to get it done for the. No, you're not. I like I liked your hair like that too. You were there. <laughs> I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I don't remember. You were there. But <laughs> <laughs> way to make your co-host feel super unimportant. No, I don't. Just don't remember most of the night. Okay? <laughs> Wake up the next I was literally apart. sitting at the table. I was literally sitting like two tables away from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I don't remember okay. there. She just asked me. It was just. She literally asked me, like, um, our mutual friend just asked me a few days ago, what are we doing for our birthday? And I had a reminder that Super Bowl was in Atlanta. And I'm coming there. So. Nice. Yeah, so. So Super Bowl is the move? Yes. Well, not the not going to Super Bowl, but, like, the pregames, the parties, and all that. Definitely gonna be the move. gaining and whatnot. Yes. That's gonna be crazy. Even though I'm boycotting the NFL yep. this year, I'm still participating in the Super Bowl events because I've never done that before. And I'm not letting some why come. why are you boycotting the Super Bowl? Because they would not let Kaepernick play. I mean the NFL. I would not oh, let okay. Yeah, so until they let Kaepernick play. And plus the Broncos are going okay, but I like I, I watch it online. And I, I can basically really stream it, but I'm not going into that, but I'm not sure who's listening. Well, I like football. Like, I don't like the whole Kaepernick situation, but I like football. Yeah. Rise up, Falcons. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we have some news. Interesting news. Um. You want to get into that for us? Yes, yes. Um, it's kind of weird because it's coming. It's coming from Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Florence is driving evacuees to tender. So, if you're listening from overseas and you're not sure what Hurricane Florence is. We had a huge hurricane this weekend that hit South Carolina, North Carolina, parts of Georgia, and parts of Florida. Um, people had to evacuate from the areas that they that was lived in there. It's on the East Coast, so it's water there. Um, and it says, as Hurricane Florence lashes the Carolinas, some locals and visitors are firing up their tender to find dates. Claire Tran, a 21-year-old journalist in Washington, D.C., told insiders she's seen more than 10 tender profiles with bios referring to the Category 1 storm. There's a surprising number of people on D.C. tender from North Carolina and South Carolina that are just here for Hurricane Florence. Tran wrote on her Twitter, they literally have hurricane evacuees or just escaping hurricane as their bio. Tran told Insider that tender matches bios include pickup lines like got evacuated from SC, so let's hurricane and chill. <laughs> That's a good one. Let me see. But, um, somebody, somebody actually wrote on Twitter, big shout out to Hurricane Florence for the influx in my tender bumble matches. You the, you the real flow. <laughs> Lighting a candle and sending prayers for everyone else. <laughs> That's the heat. <laughs> and this my wrote, guys using Tinder during Hurricane Florence. They may be a category one storm going on outside. 
but they're only hurricane snack I want love. Who's gonna make Who's gonna make a tender for Hurricane Florence? Um, some people are even trying to meet up during the storm, according to Mackenzie Leon, a 24-year-old travel nurse who lives in Greenfield, North Carolina. Now, I'm not sure if you look at that storm chip, but that storm chip was crazy. But this is a really good idea. It's like some shit that you would do when you go on vacation. I don't necessarily. Yeah, but I'm on vacation. I'm not. Uh, a refugee. Evacuating <laughs> from a fucking devastating hurricane that is like killing people. I found this article to be. I mean, I guess if to take your mind off of it, you could just, you know, tender and meet people and take your mind off of what's going on at home. But, like, I just don't know if I would be in the right frame of mind to do anything like that if, like, a hurricane is, you know, tearing my house down. Yeah, well, I guess I'd say that out of mind, you're probably thinking. So, I guess it'll probably help some people when it comes to getting over it. But I feel like one person did it, and then they heard somebody else heard about it and started doing it. I'm pretty sure that people who are from D.C. and Maryland and Virginia started throwing that on their bios. I thought a bunch of committed shit. I thought about doing that. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I remember when. Um, the last big hurricane hit. What hurricane was it? Maria? Uh, the one last year with, with Puerto Rico? I think it was Maria. Was it called Maria? Um, I think it was Maria. Um, and a lot of people from Florida were having to evacuate also. I didn't have, like, I wasn't tendering, tendering or anything at that time. But I remember posting on my Facebook, um, I just put a post on there that, like, you know, all of my family and friends that are in Florida, if you need a place to evacuate to, I have room, you can come to my house. So, I don't know. I took it as, like, a serious thing. And, okay, not saying that online dating isn't serious, but if you're making comments like, oh, you're the only hurricane snack I want, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess different people deal with things differently. I guess, you know, maybe someone making light of it. A lot of people didn't take the storm serious. Because a lot of people stayed. I was like, no, that's not that serious. I ain't leaving. And then they got stuck. Exactly. They probably thought the same thing, that it wasn't that serious. Blah, blah, blah. But it's... I, I feel like it, it was... I'm not sure if they got hit up or if it actually worked. They got a date. They got some ass. Um, if they did, more power to you. Congratulations. You got some hurricane ass. I can't say I've ever got some hurricane ass. So. I've never gotten any hurricane ass. No, I got, I got, I got thunderstorm. <laughs> some drizzle. Oh, my God. It's like, imagine if a girl gave you hurricane head, though. Like, that would probably be, like, the best head of your life. But do but but as you said, you don't give a one when you when you first meet someone. So are you when you no, get, not, are you going not there with when them? you first meet them? Like no, I'm saying like what if like what if a girl that you are regularly getting it in with is like, hey Gary, I'm gonna show you something, and she gives you like this amazing head. And you just label it hurricane head. I don't know, maybe because it's wet and it's windy and it's wavy. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I see where where you're going with that, yeah. Hurricane head is always the best. Um, So, ladies, anytime you give head, you should give hurricane head. Not no drizzle. I agree. Not no thunderstorm. Go for the full horn category five hurricane head. Damn, I'm gonna do this. I I feel so compelled to like get in touch with Tysha and be like, hey, can you teach me how to give her category five hurricane? Exactly. 
Anyway, but we had a topic this week. Yes. How do you know what the real? fuck is real love? Yeah, what is real love? How do you know it's real? When are you able to say the magic words, I love you? It's a topic that people don't like to talk about. It's a topic that it's, it's a hard topic to talk about in a relationship, period, until you get to that level where you're able to say, love you. Um, I suck at love, apparently. Like, I'm a hippie. But not even love. Uh, let's take love out of it for right now. When are you able to okay. say, When are you able to put a label? I'm able to tell someone that I love them, like, when I feel it. Like, no, no. Not love, but, like, boyfriend, girlfriend label. When do you give the boyfriend and girlfriend label? Yes. Um, that's a better question for you. I don't even know how to be a girlfriend. I literally told my last ex, I'm like, well, shit, I'm accustomed to being a wife. So <laughs> you're going to have to work with me while I transition to this girlfriend bullshit because I don't know how this works. Like, I'm used to trying to, like, help you plan your life and help you make decisions and now I have to just sit back and watch you fuck shit up. So, like, I, I don't know. When are you supposed to? Okay, when I feel like um, when you're first dating someone, you're, you're not thinking of them all the time, I would say. Most of the time. When you're thinking about this person all day, every day, wondering what they're doing, if they're thinking about you. Um, and I was saying maybe three, five, six months in. I'm saying <laughs> six months in because that's what I usually I go for. But six months in, and that's when you're saying, all right, this is my boyfriend or girl. When, when y'all are spending that most time and y'all, y'all you no, this, this, this is the key right here. Fuck all I think I just said. This is the key. When you can introduce them to your parents, that's your boyfriend. I'm not waiting to be six months. We're not going to date and talk for six months before we call ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend. No, that's, that's, that's why I said, fuck that. I said, that's why I said, when you're ready to introduce them to your mother and father or parents, whatever, mom, dad, whoever is more prevalent in your life. When you can introduce them to that person, that's when I say it's your girlfriend. Cause me, that's just for me. I don't just bring anybody around my family. Oh, great. Hello. Okay, I can hear you now. Yeah, what's the best part you heard? When you can introduce them to your parents. Okay, so. When you can introduce them to your your parents, your family, whatever, that's when I feel so the relationship is real. Um, but what if your parents are super cool and you can introduce them to your parents, like, I don't know, three or four weeks after meeting? See, I don't feel like that you, yes, you should. You should eat, like, I feel like one of you are going to, I feel like some people pressure the other person to introduce them to their parents. I feel like you should treat them like your kids. Treat your parents like like your kids when it comes to relationship. Take your time with it because you don't want to seem like like I don't want to like in my mom's eye. I don't want to look like I'm out here just fucking random bitches. Even though in this podcast, I don't think we're talking. Like you're my mom, but you know. You know, like, in my case, my mom is my best friend, so we talk about everything, and I feel like if I introduce her to someone early on, she's going to already give me her opinion, yeah. which I value, and, and I'm at that point in my adulthood that I know that, like, whatever she tells me, she's going to be right anyway, so I would rather get her opinion early on, so I know how much time and effort to invest. So, that's why I said that's for me. Like, me, like, introducing the woman to a mom is probably what would be the hardest thing. My dad, he's, he, I can do that one. I can do that a second date. Because he, 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 
he's a man. He knows how shit is. My mom, on the other hand, she all if I tell her I'm dating someone, she's like, Gary, don't be a player. I'm like, mom, I'm not a player. She listened to this podcast. She's not gonna think that she would never listen to it. But it's um that's why it's it's there for each person. I would say when it comes to that boyfriend girlfriend tag, it's a very dangerous tag. You want to you don't want to move in too soon with that tag. Yeah. Why? Like, what is wrong with? What is wrong with the label? There's nothing wrong with the label, but the label comes with baggage. Once you put that tag on yeah. there, then you're no. Nope. You have some responsibilities. You have those responsibilities once feelings are involved. Once feelings it are doesn't involved, matter if there's a label or if there's no label. Well, me and Franco may have feelings for each other, and we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. But you have a you you y'all have a conversation, and y'all are not. That's true. True, but I think it's more so the feelings rather than the label. And you and Franklin Bay may not think that you're boyfriend and girlfriend, but I'm pretty sure the rest of the listeners think that you're boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) I'm pretty sure of that. That's okay. funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. So. Okay. Is, so, what the fuck is real love? Real love is. Would you? I don't know. I want to say as far as die, but no matter what, you you will love them unconditionally, no matter what. Would you agree? Okay. I do. I be, you don't have to be Oh, really? Cuz I feel like I have real love for people, but I'm not necessarily down for them, but would, I still would love them and I don't want anything bad you, to happen to them. Would you do a bid for them? 5 to 10. Um, no. <laughs> We're we're talking in terms of like relationships, not yeah. like with family. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. Would you would you do a bid for them, Father Ten? Nah, I'm good. You what's got the, it. What's the max bid I'll, you do for love? I'll put like ten twenty dollars on your books. <laughs> what's the what's the max bid I'm gonna do for love? Yes. Uh, like ten, fifteen, or. 1020 on a fucking poker table. That's my max bid. <laughs> I'm not doing any jail time for love. <laughs> no. Like, no. No jail time when it comes to you, okay. How much jail time are you doing for Lady Love? Um, few months, two or three. Dang. Two or three. But it's like, it's like power. No, actually, not nah, in power. For your kids, would you go to jail for one of your kids? Yeah. That's love. That's the type of love you yeah. need to have for your significant other. Well, because I didn't birth that motherfucker, I literally have no control over how they turned out. Like I can't, you know. If if it's your seed, you know, you are the influence. Just like you tiny. know, so you, you have a lot of impact. Tiny is a definition. You did what? So tiny is the definition of a rod guy. Yeah, shout out to Tiny. All the shit that T.I. puts her through, she's the definition of a rod guy. And I feel like she would do a bit. But I agree. But the, and but, but maybe the is, if you fuck with a dude who's 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 pin you in there, uh, position to do a, to do a bid. That's the wrong nigga you be fucking with. Yo, in the first place. But two inches on, you want to hurt a nigga. I mean, a, yes and no. Like, life happens. Yes. 
But I'm not being yelled at. Life happens, and sometimes you get put in tricky situations. Yeah. The thing is, you know, once you're in a tricky situation, you have to really examine how much you love that person. Like, if it's real love, you might do it, do a bid for them. If it's just, you know, lust, I think it would definitely, you will be, you'll have a, a quick uh, realization that it's just lust and you will not be trying to do a bid. Okay. But how do you know? Like, is it a feeling that you get that you know it's real love, or is it just if you go to jail for them or not? No, no, it's not about jail. Jail is just a joke. But um, um. So how do you know? How do you know when you really love a girl? Like with, I guess with my ex, it was like I, I get like someone recently showed me because I, I even like, actually brought some realization. Everyone loves differently. Even though yeah. when we love differently, it we need to find someone who loves the same way as we do, I feel like. Because one person mm-hmm. loves by showing it, by being affectionate, and someone who, who loves by buying things are not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like me, I like to buy things. My ex was affectionate, wanted to be affectionate. I'm more of a buyer. I'll mm. buy you something. That's me showing you that I love you. It's more of a upbringing thing. So the way that you show love is different for each person, mm-hmm. I guess. But what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to is it, it's, it's if you are willing to change. Not, yeah. If you're willing to adapt to the other person to make them happy, no matter what, if it feels you, make you feel uncomfortable. And it's it's, okay. like, it's it's like love is hard to explain. Like it's like the hardest thing. Even when I was getting married, people asked me, "How do you know she's the one?" Obviously, she wasn't. But <laughs> but yeah. it's a question that it, that I, I feel like can't be answered. It's a feeling that can't be explained. I don't feel I don't feel like you can put that down. Just second that real love is. An indescribable feeling and emotional. Yeah, it's you like you, 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 but Tina Tina no Turner love. said, "Love is just a secondhand emotion. It's yeah. uh, it's just recycled feeling. It's essentially a waste of time." But I wrote that, so. <laughs> <laughs> No, man! Was, oh my gosh! She was on what Ike with that came out. But after that's after she left Ike from picture in the movie. But it's it's it is a secondhand emotion. When you, it is it really is. But I think that even with it being recycled, it's one thing that keeps the world going. You like people have to have some type of level of love in their hearts and in their lives in order to keep going. Let me ask you this question. At what point do you tell your new Tinder bay that you love them? Mm. I, haven't, I, I haven't had to do that yet. <laughs> I can't really answer that question per se. Um, would you think that it would be better to wait until you know it's real love? Yeah. The or thing with, the thing with Tinder is once you the 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 profile is a lie. So you're when you first meet them, you meet them off of a hundred percent lie. I don't care how many people say out there saying my profile is truth. No, your profile is your truth. I'm pretty sure if you got someone else, <laughs> something else for you, it's going to be completely different. I was thinking about this the other day, that when you're setting up a profile for online dating, you should not pick out the pictures yourself. You should get your friends to pick out the pictures for you. Because you're picking out the pictures that you think you look good at. You should pick out the, you should get someone to pick out the pictures that they think you look good at. Because that's what, that's what someone's looking at you. They are looking at you. Someone else is looking at you. 
You want to make sure that you look good. So That's true. But if you're anything like me, because when I set my profile up, since I wasn't setting it up, like, for love or anything serious, I just threw some bullshit on there, like. Yeah. Like, like my <laughs> I, I made sure you have low expectations, so when you see me, you're gonna be like, "Damn!" <laughs> like my hinge is in the bullshit profile. I just picked six pictures of me and myself and film them up on there. <laughs> um, I didn't. Like, it was crazy. I still get hits on that, which is crazy. But that's people with low, with low self-esteem into that shit. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not crazy because it's all about that aura that you yeah. give off. Yeah, true. I didn't like. There's questions. I didn't answer the questions 100. percent So that's like I was being. I just wanted to check out the app and never went back to it and answer questions correctly. But people feed off of that. But well, your question was, how, when do you tell your Tinder bay that you love? Yeah. I feel like you have to. Do you tell them when you feel it or when it's real? When it's real, because once you figure out that lie. What they look like, so, like, it's not all a lie. Some of it is a lie. I would say 60% of it is a lie. Once you find out that 40% is the truth, you find that truth and then find out the rest of that 60% was real, what they put on there, then you should actually, that's when you're going to figure out if it's a person that, that you like or love. Okay. I'm pretty sure no one. No, you you can put your likes, your dislikes, and all that shit on there, all you want, but that's not you. You're putting a you're putting a, a facade out there that you want people to think of you. That's all. Yeah, that's true. That's a hundred percent what one thing is. It's a facade of what you want people to think of you. That's why I would say when you're about to set it up, your best friend, the person you call your best friend, your ride or die. Give it to them. If you if they were if they're up and up one hundred percent with you, give it to them. Tell them to pick up your best pictures and help you with your bio. You should not be doing your bio yourself because you're lying. In <laughs> if you if you have ten cats and you don't say that you have ten cats in that fucking bio, then you're lying. In there. <laughs> I like having fun and dancing. No, the fuck you do not. You're just saying that because you think that's the person. <laughs> well, I I'm guess it's real love when you know those those lies, yeah. those quirks, and you still want to spend time and fall for the person. Yeah, like don't don't tell me you like football. You can't name a football team just because you like going out with fo- going out the games with your ex. Don't put that shit on me. <laughs> you don't have. <laughs> Don't be out there pump faking for the next nigga, okay? Be real with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in summary, real love is can't is it's it can't be defined. It's individual or it's based on a person's individual feeling or emotion. Correct. Each person would know when to say. Okay. Each person would know how to feel or or when the right moment is. Most guys, actually, I actually feel like most guys say for the woman says it. Well, yeah, you might be right about that. Because I feel like the woman. I don't think don't people realize it pushed them away. Maybe, but I feel like guys are afraid to say it because they they're like nervous about what it means. I feel like it's not being nervous what it means. The thing, the thing with men, period, it's the whole thing of being vulnerable. You don't want to feel vulnerable, and saying "I love you" makes you feel one hundred percent vulnerable. If you can't feel vulnerable with the person you're with, then you shouldn't be with them. Yeah, interesting. If you can't I tell agree, them though. how you feel 100% of the time, if you can't sit there and cry whenever and you don't feel judged when you're going through emotions, you're arguing, whatever, you shouldn't be with that person. 
I agree with that. But I do agree with that. I got a little deep right there. <laughs> I did. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but our listeners, our listeners need it sometimes. Yeah, but don't don't let one person feel more like I like in the, in some relationships, one person might like you more than other. Like you might like them more than they like you. Mm. Do you want to stay for that? Do you want to wait until they build their like up to your level? Even though once you get to your level, your level might be a little bit higher than that by, by that time. And that's, that's always a hard situation to deal with. Yeah, that's a question that you want to ask yourself. Like, do you want to be there for them and they don't like you as much as they like you, as you like them? Would you stay or would you go? It's a that's a harder question. It it depends on the circumstances. Like I could like I would be looked at in the male community as a sucker, but do I care? And I'm a sucker if I like this person this much. Now this person mm-hmm. sitting around fuck with my emotions the whole the whole time, still out there dating people. I'm just sitting there telling them house, but you're going out on dates, seeing what's next. Then I could I I would have to be smart enough to back the fuck out of there. Okay. It's something. It's it's not something that you shouldn't put. You shouldn't put yourself through situations that make you uncomfortable. You should never feel uncomfortable in a relationship. Well, not not consistently or constantly yeah. uncomfortable. I think at some points you are going to be feel uncomfortable, and that's one of those things where if it's a good match, you and your partner will be able to talk about everything sure. and work it out. True. I had a pretty uncomfortable conversation with Freckler um, last Saturday. Um, I I had just talked to him about a couple of things, and he just made it so easy. Like, I'm like, look at this guy being all relatable and easy to communicate with and shit. Yeah, so that's 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 what you if 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 they make you feel like even if it's it's an uncomfortable situation, and the person makes you feel comfortable enough in the uncomfortable situation, that's a good that's a good match for you. Mm -hmm. It's it's you have the the whole thing is guys have to think control of their feelings when it comes to relationships and stop thinking with their dicks. This is coming from me. who <laughs> Y'all probably think I'm a whore. Um, I have not slept with every person that I've talked about in the podcast. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> but someone said that to me today. Because <laughs> I I was talking about in real life and it was like, well, did, at least did she squirt? I said, I never even slept with her. I was like, oh, I thought that was a requirement for all of them. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody does think that you've hit all of them. I, I wish my numbers was like that, but it's not. It's not that. It's, it's it's not that great living as you much think I'm living this life. I'm trying to find someone to be with. But if you're not that person who can keep me impressed or. It's, it's more me than them most of the time, but mm-hmm. I just have to I have to find out what's going on with them and stop trying to find pinpoints that take me from them. Um, get in my own way, but off that subject. <laughs> that's for another day. <laughs> that, that's for when right. we bring back um, what's her name again? Marquita? <laughs> yes. But, um, Marquita for the relationships, Ty for the sex. Yes, yes. Um, I'm trying to get both of them back on again because I think like we need more information on both sides the millennial relationship situation and this one and sex. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we do. But if you're feeling love, if you're feeling that boyfriend girlfriend connection, you want to take it there. 
communicate. If you have listened to our Swinger episode, Swingers talk about communication. Communication is the key in any relationship, even in swinging. So you know who you're fucking at. But communicate, communicate, communicate. communicate. You, you can't go in there and be silent the whole time. Don't want to sleep mad at each other. Talk it out until y'all both feel like you are at a resolution. Yeah. And don't be afraid to talk it out because oftentimes it's going to go easier than you think and makeup sex is always fun. Yep. Actually, I don't know what type of sex is not fun. Unless it's raping. Then that's not fun. Rushed sex is not fun. What is is it? Rushed sex is not fun. A quickie can be fun. I don't know. I have to be like in the mood for a quickie. I had a quickie at Universal Studios in the bathroom. See, I don't really have those types of tendencies. (laughs) 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 I have those types of tendencies, so. Yeah. But I think that's good enough for our discussion today. Probably brush it down. I'm going to add some hype music right now. Um, (laughs) But as always, Check out our Patreon, check out our website, buying it from Amazon. Do it our website. You don't have to put no money down to us. Do Amazon through our website. That will come back to us. Um, and link is in our bio. Instagram is DBNS Podcast. Twitter is the mm-hmm. same thing, DBNS Podcast. But mm-hmm. we have, me and Natasha are planning a live podcast soon getting the location down, getting the information down, probably what happened in hopefully January. Don't hold us to that. Hopefully January. Um, but it's going to be, we plan it out. Hopefully it comes through. Well, it will come through when we need it. But um, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Dating Benefit Series with Gary and Natasha. Natasha Sinker signing out. Ciao, ciao.